Hello and welcome back to Viper Bites. We have another emergency broadcast podcast coming at you right now because apparently in the National Football League, it is trade season and things are getting crazier each and every day. Hey, we've watched Russell Wilson head to Denver. We've watched Khalil Mack, more on that a little bit later, head to the Chargers. We've watched Carson Wentz head to Washington. And you know what? We've got Amari Cooper heading to the Cleveland Browns here. And you know what? There's going to be more coming in this weekend on the next week coming up. Stay tuned because it is trade season. Things are getting crazy in the National Football League. But hey, all of Cleveland right now is rejoicing. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, it's Amari Cooper, that is. Now listen, we have seen... Seven degrees of the Oakland Raiders come to effect here the last couple days. First, it was Khalil Mack traded from the Chicago Bears to the Los Angeles Chargers. And now it's Amari Cooper going from the Dallas Cowboys to the Cleveland Browns. And that's not even the weirdest part about this, because as Field Yates has pointed out, the Raiders traded Khalil Mack in September of 2018 to the Chicago Bears. The following month, they traded Amari Cooper to the Dallas Cowboys. Three years later, three and a half years later, here we are again with both Khalil Mack and Amari Cooper being traded two days apart from one another. Now, if that doesn't isn't that's not crazy, I don't know what is. I think that's just a prelude to what is to come ahead of the National Football League and that draft coming up in just a few weeks away. So, hey, let's get into this trade right now. And as I mentioned, back on October 22nd, 2018, when the Raiders sent Cooper to the Dallas Cowboys, what they got back was a 2019 first-round draft choice. What did they do with that first-round draft choice? They went out and selected Mississippi State's Jonathan Abram, who, surprisingly, is still with the Raiders organization because, you know what, the Raiders picks haven't really worked out the last few years. Now, Dallas, they did not get a first round or a second or a third, not even a fourth round pick from the Cleveland Browns. They got a fifth round pick and a swap of six round picks in this year's draft. You know what? If you're looking for job security, and Mark Cooper obviously was not, but if you're looking for job security, you don't go out there and say that, hey, you know what, Dak, my quarterback, the guy who butters my biscuit here, you're kind of like Kirk Cousins. That's probably not going to fly very good for a guy like Dak Prescott, but hey, that may have kind of come into play. And you know what? That probably hurt Jerry Jones's ego because he just paid Dak Prescott a ton of money. He doesn't want to hear that his quarterback is turning out like Kirk Cousins. But you know what? That's on another show altogether. Now, hey, Matt, why did it only cost a fifth-round draft pick to get Cooper to the Browns? Why weren't other teams throwing a fourth-round or even a third-round at a perennial 1,000-yard wide receiver? Well, it goes a little bit deeper than that because, hey, we know the Dallas Cowboys, they are cash-strapped, so to speak, right now. I used to say that the salary cap was a myth, but you know what? Apparently, it's a real deal there in Dallas because they are making some kind of moves here right now. They let Blake Jarwin go with that injury designation. There is the potential trade or release of Lel Collins here coming very shortly here, probably the next few days as well. I mean, they are trying to cut some cap here right now probably to sign their own, mostly because they went out and franchised Dalton Schwartz, $10.9 million on that franchise take for the star tight end. And they still want to try and sign Michael Gallup. Probably, and you're probably looking at about $13 to $14 million price tag for Michael Gallup. So when you look at it, they are essentially looking at $24 million for Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup, or $20 million for Amari Cooper. Keep in mind, they do have CeeDee Lamb and potentially signing of Cedric Wilson down the road as well here in free agency. So what's the big deal? It's a $20 million cap hit that Amari Cooper 
has. That is probably what scared a lot of teams away because Dallas was not willing to eat that $20 million or a portion of that, whereas the Cleveland Browns said, hey, you know what? We'll give you a fifth, and we will take that entire $20 million cap because we've got some cap to work with, and that's what set the Browns apart from these other teams like the Miami Dolphins, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, teams like that because that cap hit, that $20 million, 2022, 2023, 2024. This is going to continue on for a few years, but hey, who am I to judge? It's your money. You do what you want with it. Now, like I said, I mentioned – the Dallas Cowboys basically having to choose between Amari Cooper and Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup, possibly Cedric Wilson. It's a dollars and cents game for the Dallas Cowboys. They've got some good players in place, but it probably doesn't help when you throw out 18.2 million of a cap to Ezekiel Elliott on a second contract at the running back position, especially when you have a guy like Tony Pollard in the wings waiting for that opportunity. And we've seen what Pollard can do when given that opportunity. He was more explosive than Ezekiel Elliott. Now, Elliott is a good running back. I'm not going to knock him, but $18.2 million on a cap hit, that is going to handcuff you, especially what you can do in free agency and what you can do with your roster construction with your own franchise. Now, let's talk about Cooper and what the Cleveland Browns are getting in this wide receiver. Look, career Cooper has been fantastic. He has a He's got 517 receptions over his career, 7,076 yards, 46 touchdowns at 13.7 yards per reception on his career. What did he do with the Dallas Cowboys? All he was was consistent. In eight of his seasons so far this year, he's put up five 1,000-yard seasons, with most of them come with the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, look, eight years he's been there. The last three and a half, give or take, with the Dallas Cowboys, 292 receptions, 3,893 yards, not bad, right? 13.3 yards per reception and 27 touchdowns. That's a lot of vacated targets, a lot of vacated touchdowns for a guy like C.D. Lamb to possibly pick up. Who's going to pick up that slack with Amari Cooper gone? Because I don't think it's going to be Ezekiel Elliott. We have already know that the Dallas Cowboys want to be a pass team, mixing the run a little bit there. We know they're more Ezekiel Elliott is more effective if this pass game gets going. So you lose one of the best receivers, best route runners in the National Football League. And now you're left with CeeDee Lamb, possibly Cedric Wilson, and most likely Michael Gallup here to try and take some of that load off and give Dak Prescott a little bit more targets here moving forward. Now, we've we've seen the Browns more than willing to acquire big-name wide receivers. Jarvis Landry comes to mind. Odell Beckham Jr., he comes to mind. They aren't afraid to swing. But lately, they've been missing on those swings. Now, call what you want, Jarvis Landry. I'll call it a foul ball for a baseball reference. You know what? He was good there for a couple seasons, gave him some production. Lately, not as good. Odell Beckham Jr., as far as Cleveland fans are concerned, and even fantasy uh, football managers, they're probably looking at this as a bit of a disappointment during his time in Cleveland. Now, Mari Cooper, Cleveland fans right now, Cleveland management especially, is probably begging you, do not employ Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad as your film guy, okay? Please avoid that at all costs. And, hey, when we look at this, Baker Mayfield, you have to step up. This is a prove-it type year for you right now. You've got Amari Cooper. You've got Donovan Peoples-Jones. The Cleveland Browns just went out there and tagged David David Nojoku. Austin Hooper's there. Harrison Bryant's there. Anthony Schwartz is there. There are some targets there in Cleveland that can get the job done. There's not a C.D. Lamb or even a Michael Gallup type player there in Cleveland. But, hey, there's, some good, there's a good cast of wide receivers in which Baker Mayfield can get the ball to if he has an opportunity to do so, especially when you've got a guy like Amari, Amari Cooper, who is probably the best route runner in all of football. So to get him for a fifth round pick is an absolute steal in this mind's opinion right now. 
Now, if we take a little bit deeper look here at it, we talk about Jarvis Landry here. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And the Browns have given Jarvis Landry permission to seek a trade for himself. Personally, I would love to see what Amari Cooper and Jarvis Landry can do, but they kind of do a lot of the same things. I mean, Cooper does a lot more of the intermediate type routes, a lot more than that. Jarvis Landry is more of a PPR kind of guy, a short yardage kind of guy, looking for those quick little dumps over the middle. That's kind of where Jarvis Landry's got his pay here the last few seasons. So who does this benefit the most? I mean, we know what Amari Cooper can do as a wide receiver one. Even in Dallas, he was getting all the attention of the top cornerbacks in the league. So for me, this says, Donovan Peoples-Jones, this is your time to shine. What you do best is where Cooper kind of isn't as strong. Cooper can still go deep. He can still make plays deep down the field. But Donovan Peoples-Jones, that is where your bread is buttered. You can stretch that field, which should open things up for Cooper, and vice versa. Things should open up for Donovan Peoples-Jones down the field as teams put their attention on Amari Cooper and try and limit him and what he can do, especially when you look at what running backs they still have there in Nick Chubb, possibly Kareem Hunt here moving forward. So Cleveland has some options still on the offense. We know that Cleveland wants to be a run-first team, probably because Baker Mayfield's not that good. But, hey, we don't know if the Cleveland Browns are done yet. We've heard them connected to guys like Deshaun Watson here in the offseason. So, hey, that is not out of the possibilities here for the Cleveland Browns moving forward. And, I mean, can you imagine Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper? That could be dangerous. But, hey, we are not there yet. And, but, hey, you know where we are? We are at the end of this show. And head over to FantasyPoints.com, enter promo code VIPERS22, get 10% of that subscription today. And hey, if you're watching this video right down here somewhere below, there is a like button. Hit that like button. Let's get that algorithm on YouTube boosted here a little bit. And hey, we've got more coming here in the following weeks. We know the NFL is getting crazy. Trades are coming down. The draft is moving up. Expect a lot more moving, a lot more emergency podcasts coming from us here at the Dynasty Vipers. Take care now.